Hello and welcome to Movie Theater Time Machine, the show where we always keep it real to real. And in association with Simon and Schuster, we talk about this month Cary Grant, Master of Disguise. We have a partnership with Simon and Schuster to promote this book by Scott Iman, and we're going to go through movies of Cary Grant. And if you haven't already, check out our review of Arsenic and Old Lace. Yes. yes. Which is a great, yes. great film. a lot of fun. Yes. And it's appropriate for October since it's a mm-hmm. Halloween movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. I've got slightly different things to say about <laughs> this movie this week, but yes. we'll get to that. <laughs> and yes. it's appropriate that this month of Halloween that we talk about somebody who eventually put on a mask... And a guy who became more or less something that he was not when he started life. And, you know, we begin with Halloween. And this month, this episode, we start with Gunga Din. Gunga Din. So, my name is Nick. I'm Kaz. I'm Dan. I'm Joss. All right. And we are going in chronological order. Yes. Yes. Now. So this was uh, 1939. Yes. Mm -hmm. Now, for our patron listeners and for those we want to get right off the rip, um, there is an actual great interview with Scott Iman that uh, Kaz and I were fortunate enough to sit in, and uh, Scott wrote the book, and he gave a he gave some very candid responses, and he um, he actually let us in on a few things, and we're going to play a little bit of it later, um, but just for start, like. We asked him, like, some sound bits, and this is what he said about Gungadin. And I just like it. It's a sort of, it's like, like the ultimate boy's adventure. You know, when you're 10 years old, and, you know, you're playing with your friends, you know, cowboys and Indians or soldier or whatever you're playing. That's the, that's the mood the film inspires. Yeah. And I love that about it. Nice. I love that about it. And the Lone Pine locations are really nice, too. Yeah. I, like, I like Lone Pine. I've been to Lone Pine. And when you go around to how they, it's interesting to see where the sets were built and how George Stevens worked his locations, you know, to give a sense of a vast, a vast play area for this, for the characters to work out in. So you have the full interview on our Patreon side and also it's on our social media. So definitely go check it out because it was an awesome conversation. Now, spoiler alert, we're going to have a little bit of different uh, thoughts on this. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can, I can kind of see where he's coming from. But I've also got some... Uh, okay, I, I quick spoiler-free yeah. thing. My issues with the movie are not with the actors. Yeah. And it's not with the... It's probably the same thing I'm thinking. It's not really with the atmosphere. It's with the director. Yeah. Pick a tone. Yes. Mm. That's yes, all I, I, I we'll, understand. We'll get into it. I understand. Uh, George Stevens is the man who directed it. And he directed, actually, I think... Historically, I think we've talked about this movie a few times, and we will not be presenting it on the show, but he uh, talked about the historically hated movie Shane. I don't think I've seen uh, it. You do not want to, no. Okay. Shane oh, is a very... Okay, yeah, it's starting to come back to Kaz now. <laughs> I only saw like five minutes of it, and I'm uh, like, I'm out. That was enough. No, it's... Yeah. I don't know if I could tolerate it more now, but I was like a teenager. But, yeah. Uh, see, you see, you know where I'm coming from. You say Shane, and I picture the villager from uh, Stardew Valley. <laughs> yeah. The, the yeah. absolute hot mess that is Shane. Yeah, well... Yeah. It's a hot mess as well because it's a, this is a cowboy movie that has, in the movie itself, has oh, 20... Wait. Okay, now it's starting... Okay. 
if we had a visual, you could see the look on Joseph. Oh God, I'm in pain now. Oh yeah. She just yeah, <laughs> just like the the look yeah. of dawning horror. I got goosebumps. Just yeah. About it now. It's <laughs> you know what? I'm glad to be ignorant of this one. The, it, the movie has 20 minutes of a little kid shouting, Shane, come back, Shane, come back. Yes. And it's a cowboy movie that's supposed to be the best of cowboy movies, but it is fucking boring. And um, Not I, many people of our generation find Citizen Kane to be kind of boring. Yes. Despite it, its reputation. Yes. Citizen Kane is kind of boring. Yeah. The only it, thing that's really cool about Citizen Kane are the it was camera tricks. Yeah, yeah. The camera tricks used in that are great. The, the cinematography is great. Orson Welles is great. The thing is... The movie it, is fucking boring. Yeah. It is. Yeah, and there's been so many parodies of it now oh God, that yeah. you can't really watch it seriously anymore. No. Mm. Because it's been parodied you know by everyone and yeah. their grandmother. Yeah. 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 Spoiler. Yeah, spoiler alert. It's <laughs> slight. Yeah. yeah. There, I just saved you two long boobless hours. <laughs> <laughs> but we were talking about a different movie. So, yes, yes. yes. The reason why this one Gunga Din is in the uh, is in the can for this episode is the start. It's a very early part of Cary Grant's career, mm-hmm. and this was a movie that you do get his natural original accent. That is his real accent. Yes. Okay. It's so crazy. His original accent. Oh, the one. Yes. He, it's the one he has. Yeah. It changes as yes. time goes on, but yeah. Yes, because spoiler on this one is Cary Grant was not Cary Grant originally. His original name was Archibald Leach. That's his real name. Thoroughly unsexy. And yeah. Mm. Archibald Leach was a, was born in England, and he over time when he was becoming the Cary Grant character and persona became a, a quote-unquote natural U.S. citizen, and once he came further on in life, he dropped the accent became more American. You're going to notice that as there is a, films go on, yeah. <laughs> that he does do very different things. Actually, matter of fact, um, uh, one of the one of the program uh, lineups that we had was we had His Girl Friday uh, show up, which is in 1940, and his girl Friday was um, was like you think Cary Grant, like that's the freaking movie, and we might actually drop a small episode of his girl Friday in here just to get it, but we're gonna do the Jimmy Stewart style movie. I would love um, to do his girl Friday, yeah. just because I have seen it, yeah, and it's fun. Mm. Like it's an, it's just a fun movie. I uh, no, I'm I'm one yeah. with you. I'm and with there's you. like nothing we can do for TV time machine that's yeah. related to this month. He, yeah, he, he really didn't do much didn't, TV at all. No, it's the the generation of those types of actors. Yeah, yeah. they didn't well, do TV. Also, yeah, was, TV, plus sure, TV was wasn't 39, TV, TV wasn't a wasn't really a thing. If you no. had a television yeah. in your house, it no. was because you were uber rich. No, yeah. it's when. Um, that's true, but also when it really started to get to his heyday is when he was kind of moving out of Hollywood yeah. at that okay. point. So, Cary Grant, a shrewd businessman of Hollywood. Um, we're going to get very deep into a lot of his stuff, um, but it, it is really super interesting. And, um, you know, we're going to promote the book quite a bit, well, uh, Master a, Disguise. He was a super interesting dude. Like, yeah. He oh, really yeah. was. Oh, yeah. And uh, so, Gengadin. Yeah. This it's based is an, on a poem yeah. by Rudy Kipling, who yes. is in this movie. Yep. Yes. The Groucho Marx looking guy towards the end is actually Rudyard Kipling. Yeah. Well, not like really him, but it's supposed to be him. I thought it was actually him. No, it is him. Yeah. It is? Yeah. yeah. 
It is, it is Kipling, yeah. Yeah, I thought the, I thought the estate was, was like kind of a post, didn't it say in the wiki that no. they were kind well, of no, like, they wanted say, to pull that? It does say in the wiki that it was, uh, the guy who played Rudy Kipling was Reginald Sheffield. Okay, yeah. oh, there right. we go, because I'm like, I don't, was he even alive at this point? I thought it was him too, I got, because, yeah. okay, I did some research on this one last yeah. night, and I was like, oh, that's neat that Rudy Kipling's in this, and because in the actual wiki description... It says it's Rudy Kipling, so I assumed it was actually him. Then you look at the cast, it's like, oh, wait, deeper, no, it's not. Dig a little deeper, it's like, oh, okay. And he's uncredited. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, he is. I mean, this, the ones that are credited, you have Cary Grant, Victor Malaglin, Douglas Fairbanks Jr., um, which actually uh, Scott goes into deep a little deeper into actually how he knew Douglas Fairbanks Jr. Oh, that's cool. And actually lived a short distance away from him. <laughs> uh, Sam Jaffe, uh, Eduardo Canelli, and Joan Fontaine. The one woman in this movie. <laughs> the oh, one yeah. solitary <laughs> woman in this freaking movie. Yeah, who has a little bit. Actually, just really interesting parts in this is... Um, uh, Shyamalan Jaffe, uh, who goes by Sam, actually had a way deeper career. Like he did. Then you know the original day the Earth stood still. I ben, his first name was Shalom. Shalom, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. He yeah, said kind of quickly. He, yeah. he uh, changed it to Sam. Yeah. But the uh, you know in the original uh, day the Earth stood still, he was in uh, 1959's Ben Hur in a very prominent mm -hmm. role. And, you know, several other things just to talk about. I mean, it is a Cary Grant month, so I'm not going to go deeper into it, but I really wanted to, like, look into him a lot more. Mm. Yeah, he's, uh, he's an interesting dude. Yeah. I just like the fact that uh, Cary Grant's character is um, Sergeant Cutter. Yeah. But I love the fact that his first name is Archibald. Yeah. <laughs> I yes. start, and the, the actual scene yeah. when they say his name, yeah. you, he kind of almost looks at the camera and kind of smirks, but not in a <laughs> so yeah. self deprecating sort of smirk, not a hey, hey. It's more like a oh. <laughs> and then he glares at the person saying it. Yeah, he does. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's little, it's cute. And I found that, I found that funny. They must have done that on, do you think they did that on? On purpose because they probably did. Yeah. It's not like these characters had names other than Gunga Din, right? Gunga Dean. I think it was more Gunga yeah, Dean. Gunga yeah. Dean. Um, Every time I hear Dean, I think of the Iron Giant picking up Dean by the back of his robe. <laughs> yep. Dean. <laughs> now that's just gonna repeatedly flash through my mind. <laughs> but in the or original poem, it's pretty short. They read it. They read yeah. it at the very, very end of the movie. Part of it. Part, Part of, of it, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the full, full no. one, yeah. I, but, just, I just remember there's a Gunga Din reference in, like, season one of the Venture Brothers. I'm yeah. just trying to remember the, the actual, Holy like, shit, yeah, you're right. Honestly, I'm trying to remember the, 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 the context of it. There's a Gunga Din line in the Gilmore Girls. Yeah. And I cannot, for the life of me, remember what it's supposed to represent. But after watching this movie, I still don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. He had a lot more going on in the movie uh, than the poem. There was, yeah. I think there was too much going on. Hmm. There's a lot. Yeah. The there poem is. could be kind of summarized by this guy carries around water for the soldiers. They treat him like crap, but then in the end, one of them really appreciates his effort. Then he gets shot and dies. Yeah. So and it's, it's, aside from the getting shot and dying, it's basically 1939's Water Boy. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. It's a feel good movie. We were through a bulk. <laughs> oh my god, we were making all kinds of jokes. Mama. Oh, I was, I was, I started singing Annie, Are You Okay? 
Yes, the best character of the whole damn movie was Annie the Elephant. I loved her. I loved her so much. When I was younger, Mama didn't want me to get in Roy Orbison tattoo. (laughs) But what Mama doesn't know won't hurt her. Coach Clan, I wish I never thought of it. (laughs) I would rather be talking about the water boy more than this, but to be honest, but... It is a good exploration considering, you know, what uh, Simon and Schuster uh, really, uh, you know, wants to really just, we want to thank uh, Leela, Scott, and everybody from Simon who, re- uh, Simon and Schuster who reached out and said, hey, you want to do this for us? Yeah. I'm, I'm still blown can away. I, can I just say it's that just... I love you guys? Yes. Um, not, not even so much for this, but I worked in a bookstore for like 18 years and I love books. So yes. when you told me about this, I literally squealed with joy. Like yes. I, when, I when can't got, even describe it. You also squealed this. that you got a copy of the book. Too. I was so excited. When, when we got the copy, I, I, I like, hugged it. I was like, like, it smelled like She's like, damn, damn. Look. You smelled it too? I did. I smelled it. She's like, Dan, look, advanced copy. Look, I was I got just an like so copy. happy with it. I've never gotten one before. Yeah. I gotta it smell the books. <laughs> the book smell is great. I like oh, book smells. The fact that it's an actual book too, it's not digital. I was just so psyched. Yeah. Like, you want to send me any books? You totally can. Just saying. Just gonna get boxes on concepts. Book smell. Books is wonderful. But anyway. Josh is gonna get her weekly Amazon package. Oh, yeah, there's gonna be a package like, oh, what's this one today? Oh, that's interesting. (laughs) Oh, well. The mailman hates us because he's he's delivering a library. (laughs) (laughs) This stuff's heavy, lady. (laughs) Poof. You order an encyclopedia? Yeah, but it's love. Uh, Okay, you're ordering love. Love is heavy. Yes, it is. You got to admit, when we were moving, the heaviest boxes were your books and were were my D&D books. (laughs) Those are the worst. I have crates full of books. It's it's crazy. I love them so much. We don't have a lot, but I remember when we moved from... We didn't move very far in general. It's like a mile or so, a little bit over a mile from our old place. And there's these dudes who were, like, wider than they were tall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and just, like, monsters in general. And this guy, like, he strapped the bookshelf we have in our office to his back and then walked up the stairs. Wow. That's awesome. Like, where they just went, okay, that goes here. Okay, great. Move it. Okay, yeah. great. Damn. Then he Dude. takes the boxes of books and he goes, wow, these are heavy. I'm like... <laughs> you just freaking did a thing that was cool. Yeah. And you're bitching about this? Like, these are heavy. It's full of knowledge. Books, yeah. Books are freaking heavy. Really? Guys. Like, They're awesome. Yeah. Heavy, hey. man. <laughs> All right. I'll get it with so, Gungadin here. Yeah, okay. It takes place in uh, 19th century the, British occupied 1880 India. 1880 Northwest Frontier India. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's. But it was like shot in the U.S. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And. Which is why I kept thinking, this looks like a fucking western. Yes. (laughs) Because it kind... Yeah. It is. It is, yeah. And I I looked this up on Wiki, and apparently there was also a remake with the Rat Pack set in the Old West. Was there? Yep. Huh. What was it? You have the page open. Oh, uh, hell. to me. The remake uh, when Sammy Davis Jr. played the Gungadine character. Yeah. Wow. And, okay. Uh, wow. Yeah, so 1962 was remade. It was Sergeant's 3. Casual racism. Yeah. 
And there's Ooh. plenty of that. Oh, I think yeah. that's what threw you the most from this, though. And I was yeah. trying to get... It's, it's, like, it's, it's 1939, it's and yeah. it's set in a time of systemic... Horrible racism. Yeah. I took a class in college about what happened to India after Britain was done, you know, buggering Conquer them, up, yeah. you know, bending them over a table. It wasn't good, guys. No. It was kind of hard to figure out. Okay, who, at first, who are the bad guys? I'm kind of used right. to thinking. Who are the bad guys? Cary Grant. Yeah. Yeah. And this one was well, like the British are not good in this. No. And but they're supposed to be because that's the narrative. Then why is that mm. bastard yelling at the guy who who had the elephant medicine? Yeah. He was a bastard to that guy who did nothing. Yeah. He was helping him with the elephant. Now, because the British were right bastards for yeah. a very long time. Yeah, and it's, there's there's a lot to get into as yeah. to why the British conquered India. And that's not really it's the, not really talked about in this. No, it's. Just, it's no, but it, in general, it is something that's worth it as to why, you know, a lot of people who are from Eastern India have, um, British accents. have, have British accents and also have Western names. Yes. And there's, um, and there's a reason why yeah. you can get a really good curry in London. Yes. Yeah. Because there was an awful lot of mixing, yes. but it did and not, it did not happen as easy as smooth, it did. Yeah. yeah. It didn't happen yeah. smoothly. It yeah. wasn't, it wasn't a, a pleasant experience no. for much of the time. Honestly, look yeah. up the East India Tea Company. Bad things. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe it's a good thing that what's his face didn't get to start his tea company thing. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. That's because mm-hmm. the Oof. basic, <laughs> one of the plot lines going on is basically you got three soldiers, I mean, three sergeants that yep. work really yeah. well together they're and they're bros. friends. They're bros. Yeah. yeah, and two of them, well, one of them, which one was leaving? Uh, Valentine. Valentine. Valentine, yeah. Valentine yeah. is going to leave and get married yeah. and, and start his tea company. What? A tea company? He's basically retiring <laughs> from, from the army. All right. Yeah. And yes. then his yeah. two asshole friends are trying to get him to trick him into re-signing up or yeah. whatever. Yeah, it's basically the the uh, you know your the bros who don't want to see the yeah. bachelor bros who don't want to see their other bro get do. married because that means he's going to be tied We're down. Try, and he's going to yeah. get boring. We're trying yeah, to save you, man. Because guys, it's usually like, saving bro. saving him means you know. The opposite of um, putting him in war yeah. or, or charging into attacks. Yeah. Yes. But that's kind of what these three guys do, though. Yeah. That's, bro code, It's yo. what they do. Yeah. They're, oh they want to go into fighting. That's what. That's why they're actually bored are allowed they? to it, do stuff is because they're they're troublemakers, but they're good at their jobs, the army, technically. The army just lets them make trouble over there. Yeah. 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 Of, well, they gave help for others. They even poison a dude yeah. with the elephant yeah. medicine. Just, there is some stuff. There is some funny stuff, though. And I there, wanna, which I just get makes light. the tone weird. It shifts that's, tones, and it's weird, yes. That's but the, the, that was actually... Sorry, that was no, just the no, biggest sorry. problem yeah. with it. It was just pick one. Yeah. yeah. That's my that, that was my real issue. It's like... The movie changes tones with an audible thud. Yeah. It's like you can just you can just see it coming. It's like, oh right, we're gonna be goofy now. Let's get out the sproying sound effects. <laughs> it's like, well, like minutes well, ago dying. we're watching somebody get fucking strangled. Yeah. You know, by the by the, the, the tuggy cult. Or yeah. the thuggy. I'm not How sure. Do you s- 
is that thug. an I understood, yeah, but, I understood yeah. it's thuggy, but yeah. they kept calling it tug. Yeah. So this, is so it the English accent doing that? <laughs> so, so, possibly. I think it's tug. like, you know, they don't <laughs> say herb, they say herb. So. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's the, it's the, they are, that's, this is the gang where we got the English uh, slang term of thug from. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, it is something that actually was a real big problem in mm-hmm. India. Um, but according to this, it's also, from what I read, uh, the thuggy the cult, um, you know, at least as it's portrayed on the English side about the India's history. If you look at it in the other direction, it kind of is just people who just wanted to keep India independent. It's yeah. almost like they didn't want to be colonized. Yeah, it's, weird. it's, it's still, it's just the way that you look at it, the way they're portrayed, there, there, there are two sides, and I'm choosing my words extremely carefully here. Just remember, There's it's, two side, the, it's the winners who, 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 who write, write the history. history. Exactly. everybody in this movie is kind of a jerk? Everybody, yeah, except for Gunga Dean. Except for one Gunga dude. Dean is and, just so and, excited. Okay. He's just happy to be there, yeah. which I don't get. Yeah. But he's just happy to be there. He's just like, I'm going to be a soldier. He's it's like, like, I'm going to help. You I'm shouldn't help. want to be. Yeah, yeah. Why, help. why does he want to help the British? Here's the reason why. The Gunga Dean character in general is one of those people who, at least from what I researched, he's pretty much what we would call in India the untouchable. That right. wasn't anywhere in the poem. No, no, but from where from what I've been movie. digging, you know, it looked like okay, this is the untouchable people, and his and his job is the one that no, yeah. like no nobody wants. Person yeah. wants to do. Nobody wants. Nobody's gonna do. Nobody's gonna want to feel it. And, and that was civilized. He's just like he's also like okay. I I assume he gets some pay. I assume he could take care of some people. Mm-hmm. And you know, he's like okay. I I can do this. I, you know, I'm a little low on the totem pole, but I can get a, if I get a uniform and I'm part of this, I'm taken care of and I don't have to do the crap other people are doing. Right. And it's, it's odd, it's odd, but, so, this movie, um, starts, and I mean, there's a lot of tone, we've kind of gone through it, and we're not going to go through every single scene, but kind of go through, like, go through it. Very loosely. Some of the general yeah, stuff. Some of the general stuff because there there is an awful lot. In it's a my long notes. movie. Two it, hours. It is yeah. yeah. It is long itself, but it's definitely not Shane. So George Stevens' estate. Come on. Well, man. it does fall. Yeah. Uh, sections yeah. of it do fall yeah. in the this scene is taking too mm-hmm. long category. Yeah. It's it's all it's entirely too long yeah. watching this. Watching yeah. this group just travel across the desert, just yeah. like yes, shorthand, we get it. Yeah, oh, yeah. And, and the some fight. of the fights yeah. are just it's, a little oh, too long. Yeah, and it's the difference is too is you have people at this time who, um, and it's really interesting that you do say that because at least the way I've perceived it is the audience that this was for was for people who are in the militaries, and this is before. Right. Um, you know, before World War Two, yeah. but also you have people who are, you know, part of the Civil War who are still alive, who are yeah. just starting to see this, who are still, or, or, or descendants, direct descendants of people who are from the Civil War, American Civil War, I should say. Yeah. And you get all these, so you get a lot of, so that's why those scenes are a lot longer, because like, oh, yes, I do that, and war wasn't talked about no. at, at that time, so it's... 
it's incredibly it's interesting, but you're right. You know, like now you see it in 2020, you're like, okay, you kind of cut 20 minutes out and well, we're a lot easier. This, this movie is too long by a good 40 minutes. I believe, yeah. I think it's, yeah, I'm pulling it up right now. In 1999, hmm. yeah. um, this deem was, uh, this movie was deemed culturally significant yep. by the Library of Congress. Right. Um, so basically, yeah, it was preserved because there's a lot of stuff, at least in certain areas, that they got <clears throat> right. Yeah. And right enough that okay, this this is something that yeah, this actually this is how it occurred. Yeah. So I thought that was really neat. Yeah. But yeah, uh, you're the, right. Yeah. The fight scenes can't yeah. It's, as yeah, in it's 2020, a lot. it's the fight it's scenes a, are it's a lot. lot. I like, feel like the beginning drags the most. Yes. Yeah. And oh, then yeah, it, somewhere in the middle, it picks up when you get the hey, let's go find the the temple and thing. There's. True. I, True. I just yeah. think it's like the exposition. The, yeah. the, the front part is yeah. the exposition. We then, have to let the, the audience know this is yeah. what's happening over here. And in the beginning, I mean, you have the sergeants, um, you know, we keep calling them McChesney Mac and Cheese. <laughs> uh, well, they have their own funny yeah, nickname for yeah. it, but I can't remember it. Yeah, it's um, bad here, but... It was something, was yeah. McCheesecake or uh, yeah. something? Oh, something? I think, yeah. yeah. I, I, Archie Polk Cutter. I and, actually have a uh, McChesney on my route. <laughs> Really? So every time I heard it, I'm just like, I know that lady. Wait, no, that's not her. <laughs> but sometimes they called him Mac, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. Yeah, Mac Chesney, Cutter, and Ballantyne, longtime friends, veteran campaigners here. Although the disciplinary, their disciplinary headaches for the colonel, they do to go out on dangerous missions. And the first time you see Cary Grant here, who is the title... <laughs> is a great scene. It's just... <laughs> is that where he's beating up the yeah, Scottish guy? Yes, yes, beating up... Beating up people on his front because what he was so he was so, as I took it I don't know if you guys saw it here but he uh, got a map and the map wasn't quite correct. Yes, but it's I thought about emeralds. Yeah, I, I thought he was getting treasure advice from Gunga Dean. Yeah, well he is getting he treasure is. advice there, but the map they got at that particular point it was from this Scottish was, guy yeah. who said that yeah. there was like a yeah. sunken treasure <laughs> of emeralds and <laughs> it turned out to be fate. Yeah. And so he went after this guy. He was like, you sold me this map. I spent so much money on this map. Yeah. And it's fake. And that's when he you know, is beating people up. Is and the colonel hard? sends people in at the time with... Oh, and this is where we get a comedic yeah. tone? Yeah. Yes. And yeah. with that's... the... Oh, where's... What's his face? And yeah. here I am, sir. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Punches a guy through the window. Yeah. Holding like him. He's yeah. just... He's uh, uh, He says to the, like... Uh, let He's go busy. of that man. No, let go of that man. He literally lets him go and the guy falls out of window. Like, how did he not get killed doing yeah. that? I, yeah. He yeah. Does. Uh -huh. But it's not just the fact that he lets him go. It's the look on his face. Of, yes. Okay, now what? Well, like, yeah. <laughs> that's the thing about Cary Grant. He's a really great comedic actor. Yeah. yeah. His facially, yeah. Um, physically, yeah. he is a very yeah. good physical comedian. I like his look of surprise. Yes, and mm. he's very, very good at it. That's why yeah. I was a little was thrown about this movie, because for the most part, this has got a very serious, straightforward kind of plot. Yeah. And then you have him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, who just... And Cary Grant comes in and that little bit of, like, almost Cockney accent. Yeah. And, you know, he's just there. He just comes in and has almost the comic relief. And you expect him to kind of be like a Robin Williams-esque. Like, it, it just reminded me of watching the movie Nine Months. Yes. And, <laughs> yes. Yeah. And yes. Exactly. how, like, it's a very quick short story version of it, like, my mom took the day off from work and we went to go see this movie thinking because it was billed as a Robin Williams comedy. Yeah. 
Oh no! And when we sat there watching it, it's a really interesting love story and Mm -hmm. things, and we just couldn't look at each other the rest of the way home. And for probably, I don't think we looked at each other for like a week. (laughs) And you were just like, "Oh, this was bad." He was only in the movie literally five minutes. minutes Yeah, his character is great. His character is funny as hell, but. Tom Holland's character is a pain in the ass. I, 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 I can't relive that movie, but... Uh, I've seen it multiple times. Yeah, it's... Why? It's... But it too. She likes to torture herself? If it's on TV, yeah. it's one of those, I will watch it if it's on TV, but I don't oh. go out of my way to look mm. at it. See, so, that, that's me with the Matrix. Yeah, yeah me too. Right, accompanying the detail of these six uh, Indian camp workers, including the regimental water carrier who is Gungadeen, uh, throw, who uh, longs to uh, throw off his lowly status and become a soldier for the queen. And they just because they soldiers him so are really badly. Yeah, high status. I, they treat him so badly, but he's just so happy about yeah. everything. He's just glad to be in to be in. It's not yeah. okay. I don't want to say that they treat him badly because that's not true. It's more Cutter's of a, nice to him. Cutter's nice to him. Yeah, but they don't take him seriously. It's yeah. one of those. I want to be a soldier. Yeah, good for you. Good sure try. Nice yeah. Just keep doing do, your thing. Do your job. Yeah. And it's like your skin's too dark yeah. for that, son. Yeah, but the uh, there is a good scene, actually, where um, the Sam Jeffy actually said in a later interview that one of the best scenes of a lot of filming this movie was what's coming up right now, is when uh, Cary Grant and him, when he's teaching him how to stand in formation mm-hmm. yeah. and turn, and they're like, okay, but it just... I'm sorry. I was way thrown off by by uh, Archibald Leach's accent. Like, yes. It's really when you're like, oh, watch that hit now, will you? Like, I, I I I almost want to do a fantasy casting role and do the spam lady from Monty Python. <laughs> I just <laughs> I just say, oh, watch that now, will you? That's like it's apologies just, to English listeners. <laughs> but you're right. It was yeah, it was it's, a throw. It was it, definitely a throw. But we're, we're it's like we've seen him in like. You, um, two years from this point when this movie was released is when he uh, filmed in a very short time where he filled our Nick and Olay's. And in that accent, it's like, oh, this guy's American from Brooklyn. Right. And it's just like, yeah. oh, wait, no, he's not. And it was... An intriguing surprise. That's, it's like, wait a minute, even he's in, British. Even in Arsenic and Old Lace, you can still hear a slight Slightly, accent. Slightly, yeah. Very, very yeah. light. And yeah. the only reason I would even pick up on it is because mm. I knew that he was British. So it was yeah. one of those, okay, but if you were watching it and didn't know, yeah. you wouldn't think yeah, I've seen that movie a ton, I've seen that movie a ton of times, yeah. That's how you know someone's yeah. doing a good accent. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I've seen that. It's like... Um, it's like now, and I really hate to compare this, but it's like Mel Gibson, like, where you find out he's actually Australian. Yeah. Huh. And you know, then you know it, and then you go back and watch some of his movies, and like, oh! Watch the original Mad Max. Yeah. And it's like, damn, okay. Yeah, like, well, oh, I mean, this well, is new. Mad Max is set in Australia, so that's okay. Right, yeah. well, it was an Australian movie first, but even yeah. so... Mad Mel Max Gibson. is Australia. Yes. All the wildlife has health bars. It's like a bo- it's like a Dark Souls boss fight. Just going to the mailbox. It's mailboxes. a boss fight ready to kill you. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's going to the mailbox is a boss fight. <laughs> it's also about two and a half miles down the road. Uh, so they find Tantrapur. Uh, Tantrapur. 
I'm going to have trouble pronouncing those names. I think you got uh, that one right. Yeah, apparently deserted. They said repairing a telegraph. Oh, yeah, and they repair this telegraph machine. And they're repairing the wires. I'm like, wow, this is early Comcast. <laughs> no, you said that when the guy was destroying the wires. Yeah, I'm like, oh, yeah, but no, Comcast is working early. Okay, this is the training route. You are not wrong. No. There, so. We recently had some issues with Comcast. They can they can eat a fart. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I I you totally understand. You recently had issues with them, so. I know. I totally totally understand. We're fine now, but oh, yeah. It's like, yeah. It's like Comcast can eat a fart. Yeah. Right? Is that possible? Can you like flash freeze one in nitrogen or some liquid <laughs> I mean, nitrogen? I don't know <laughs> if it's been tried. I know you can set them on fire. Oh, Mythbusters, we need I wanna, you. I want to. Oh, Jamie Hyman, I think you are. I think Jamie would look at this and say no, but Adam, Adam would totally. They polished a turd. There was the whole episode about bathtub farts. Or flatus. They couldn't call it flatus. Yeah, Adam Savage would definitely be into this. Oh, he would. Yeah. Wow, that's a tangent. Don't you? Anyway, we watched a movie. So there's the hostile natives here. The troops fight their way out, taking every losses. Colonel Weed, with, which is hilarious to me. With chipper adventure music. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. That's... Ah, da, 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 da. Because this yeah. is exciting now. Yeah. And then they feel yeah. like... Yeah. What the... The, the, the yeah. Tantrapore is just like straight up yeah. abandoned, but not really. Yeah. You have Colonel Weed and Major Mitchell it identified an enemy weapon that's brought back by the survivors. It's like a pickaxe. And it, it is there. I was oh, sorry. I just caught up. That I didn't realize the guy's name was Colonel Weed. I'm gonna have a lot yeah. of fun with that. Um, which belongs <laughs> to Thuggy, which is the murderous cult that had the uh, previous 50 years of silence, but now they're coming back. Yeah, and it's almost like India doesn't want to be doesn't yeah. want to be colonized. I like yeah. the fact that they called it like a murder cult, though, yeah. because it's like okay, they're a very specific type of cult. They yeah. murder people, mm, yeah. and then it's like. And they say that they worship the goddess Kali, the, the yeah. goddess of blood. That is a gross oversimplification of Kali, uh-huh. but not completely inaccurate. No. No. And all I wanted to do every time was just say Kali Ma. I, yeah. They said Ma at some point. I read that um, Indiana Jones took inspiration from this movie, oh, which yeah. is not surprising yeah. at all. Yeah. And like, that's they what I said. Chant, they chant Ma Kali at one point. Yeah. So. Well, that's what I said. I texted in our in our private chat. I texted last night that I think this particular point, uh, timeline-wise anyway, Temple of Doom yeah. is going on while this is happening. Yeah. Huh. Yes, because Temple of Doom is supposed to be before it's Raiders before of the Lost Raiders Ark. before Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. Like, uh. chronologically it comes before, which is like why... 1938 no, or 1939. Yeah. Which is yeah. why we can explain why What's-Her-Face... Uh, uh, the 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 blonde Willie. Will. Why Willie hmm. Scott never shows up again? Hmm. She's also like the director's uh, she, wife or lady only wife. here because yeah. she's humping director. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a, uh, anyway, so <laughs> so Weed is gonna send McChesney and Cutter out for larger forces in order to take it over. Valentine, he's gonna get out of the army in a few days and get married. So Weed orders the sergeant Michael Hickenbotham and. Oof. Oh, Nobody like, likes Higginbottom. Oh, Michael Higginbottom, and Michael Higginbottom is actually the real name of one of my favorite wrestlers ever. Really? Yes. Huh. Shawn Michaels. Oh, for real? Yes. Oh, Lord. So, so. It, it really just kind of perked my ears up, like, wait a minute. He's not your boy toy. At one point. <laughs> yeah, he's not a boy toy considering what happened, so... 
they uh, they uh, dislike both Chesney and, and Cutter. Uh, to, He's all they, down to business. Like, to, we're yeah. not supposed to be friends. Yeah. They're goofy. Oh, go ahead and oh my god. He's like the Frank Burns of this trio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Except less funny. Ooh, okay. Okay, good. Yeah, the. Oh, it does actually. It does actually make mash fantasy pranks even funnier, doesn't it? <laughs> it kind of poisoned him, though. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, yeah. This this part is okay. This is where the tone kind of starts to flip yeah. a little bit yeah. because we get all of this this stuff happening, and you find out about a murder cult, and there's all this stuff going on. Mm-hmm. And then, as opposed to a hug cult, and then yeah, exactly. <laughs> but then there's an engagement party. Right. And they spike the punch, yeah. and the tone keeps shifting, and my neck hurts. Come yeah. on. Yeah. They get Higginbottom real I was, sick. I was actually yeah. really surprised that, like, okay, they got invitations to this <laughs> this engagement party, and both of the guys are like, what, 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 what is What this? do we need to why, do? Yeah. Why do we have to go there? Like, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, it is kind of crazy. Why are you throwing an engagement party during, like, a war time. Yeah. Why? Is there really a war going on, or just this incident? Okay, but there's a lot of incidents there's where there's a lot still... of tension and people are mm. fighting and people yeah. are dying. Yeah, and it's war. It's, In my it opinion, war. it's war. Yeah. yeah. So you've got all this this terrible stuff happening, and it's like, guess what? We'll throw a party. Now, granted, yeah. throwing a party might have been exactly what they needed, yeah. like to lighten things up. But this is an engagement party. Right. This is supposed to be like. Oh, happy to the bride and groom, yes. And it just baffled me that, the, by the way, that's weird that you even had that accent. That's still, <laughs> a, that's still strange. But where they spike the punch, you get Emmy Stebbins who comes in and just like all of a sudden she's like, Oh yeah, how you doing? Oh yeah, you're in war? Okay, great. Like, right. like and what are you how doing the here then? Do go like, home. Uh, where? Why are you here? What kind In a of, covered wagon. What kind yeah. of yeah. what kind of curtains do you want for your study? Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You came what? all the way here to ask me that. Yeah. Wait like, four more days, now, and I'll be home. Now, considering we meet her here, I can totally understand why his friends are going, dude. No. Yeah. <laughs> why is she? Uh, why uh, she why came is here? She here? Yeah. She but, shouldn't be here. Just think if this was filmed nowadays, that would be an ultra clingy character oh, yeah. or something. Like they start going off to war, and she's grabbing a gun. I'd like to be here too. Right. <laughs> Let's have fun. She'd be that really annoying yeah. character that just stowed away in the yeah. back of the truck. Yeah. Sarah Silverman. I mean, uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Let's yeah. go ahead and have fun. Oh, you know, we're gonna go ahead. We gotta get in the hidey hole. I have a shooty gun. This is wonderful. Oh, God. I'm playing war. Yeah. Well, that's kind Friendly of what fire. Dean, that's what Dean wants. Yeah. That's, that is kind of what yeah. Dean wants. Yeah. yeah well, well, yes. I mean, yeah, he wants to be able to be a part of... He just wants to be a part of the team. Mm-hmm. Instead uh, of the water boy. Instead, well, the water boy wanted to be a part of the team. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that far off. No, it's... <laughs> No, the more I say it too, I said, which one is Captain Insano? It pretty much got it. I it just, just, I'm 30, 60 years old. I, it's going to come no surprise what my fantasy casting is. I folks. already know what <laughs> Oh, God. These people are the devil. Uh. But, anyways, the uh, 
curtain shopping is cut short. I like the gag though where it's trailing off of him mm. like it, it, like a train yeah. on a wedding dress. Oh, oh look, it's yeah. still there for you or whatever so, you train. See, some, some of these things were lost on me because I started to zone out here and there. Yeah. Like it was right about after the party when my phone finally died so I was just kind of like, oh god, okay. <laughs> well, that's when it picks up more, so. Yeah. yeah. Um, that, but that's the thing. It's like, this scene would have been a great scene yeah. in a comedy. Right. In this yeah. particular this, film, this isn't it was, comedy. it was whiplash. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot, and I think, you know, you're at this point where, I think in 1939, you know, Wizard of Oz was mm-hmm. out... And you know, film didn't. The film industry didn't really know what it was yet. Right, uh, it was still no, coming, yeah, it's, coming into its own. They were yeah, still cutting their teeth, figuring out what's, yeah. what's happening. I mean, it's like internet business. It's like right. um, in the nineties. Yeah, it's like it's like Napster, and it's <laughs> not quite iTunes yet. Or right, it's, it's like it's growing. It it's, didn't quite get it, you know. We, so yeah, I, I can understand where it's whiplash. We still have a lot of songs with weird uh, file names. <laughs> That we think are attributed to other artists. <laughs> We're not really sure what this song was called, but I like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. Like, oh, I, I love this track seven. This is great. <laughs> I had so many of those. Yeah. It's a, yeah, it's oh, this is this is the LimeWire period. Yes. yes. Yeah, the LimeWire and Kazaa, where you're willing is, to give your computer cancer just to yeah, get one backstreet yeah. voice song. <laughs> this is the LimeWire period. You have no idea how accurate that is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I mean, they're at the party. You know, Hickenbotham is sick, and this is really—I <laughs> mean, it does go back when you said he's the Frank Burns of things. <laughs> There's mean, yeah. so many great pranks they could have pulled, and now that I'm thinking of it, like there was a an episode where they mentioned a prank that they did, where they—we're talking uh, about Mash now. Yes, yeah. Mash. <laughs> there, there was this. Uh, I, I think that. it was known that it was Mash, so okay. you, don't, you don't need to do that. Like we should have um, a, we have, should have a klaxon, just yeah. like when when the Mash talk starts, you just hear the music <laughs> in the background. <laughs> Um, but uh, there was an episode where they mentioned that they took uh, surgical gauze and then glued him to the ceiling in his sleep. I vaguely and the, it was, it I bet was, the best pranks were off camera. Yeah, it was all off camera stuff. Or the one where they where he was asleep and they boxed his uh, they boxed his cot in, so he woke up in a box with a little tiny air hole. Oh, just God. just random shit and all these things. I'm like, okay, you could have done better than spike the punch. Yeah. In yeah. my opinion, okay, you're gonna give him diarrhea. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Which he probably already has. You have by died of dysentery. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you died of dissing Terry. <laughs> yeah. You're stupid Terry. Uh, 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 Terry's a pretty cool guy. Why, why'd you do that? Yeah. What the hell? You're oh dead. God. Terry's <laughs> my mom. <laughs> <laughs> so Tajrapur Valentine uh, is eager to complete as much repairs as possible before his enlistment ends. Cutter and make ch- make mac and cheese. Just I'm go just gonna with go it. with that. It's yeah, fine. they're frustrated, lack of the by bored by the action, but he's like, "Well, okay, what can we just get a little friendly war in here? What can we do? <laughs> no, Let's go ahead and get people fighting." Yeah, I want it too. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, 
both suspect uh, that uh, that they can uh, see some combat. Valentine won't change his mind about leaving the army, so Valentine uh, enlistment ends uh, at the detachment. It's still at Tertempur, uh, and a relief uh, relief column led by Higginbottom and with Emmy riding along to surprise Valentine. Oh, hi, I figured I'd help you. Yeah. Meanwhile, Gunga Dean here tells Cutter that the temple has been found and made, uh, found one entirely made of gold. Now, whose idea was it to take the elephant to the bridge? Because you got Annie over there, and Annie's like, oh, okay, I'll do it. Like, wait. Because they're just no. going to leave her there? Uh, I guess yeah. so. Didn't, didn't she, right before that, isn't when that when she ran through the, uh... Yeah. Ran through the prison. The prison yeah. to get uh, Cutter out. Yes, yeah. which was... Another com- comedic moment. Yeah, which, which is really it. interesting. I yeah. loved it. Okay, even though yeah, the, tonally it was yeah. just a little weird. I loved the scene because yeah. it was so freaking funny. Because Annie's the best character. Annie yeah. just elephant. just basically an elephant yeah. knocking yeah. down a building yeah. is hysterical. <laughs> and elef- elephants are adorable. Yeah, uh, right up. And they're so smart. Yeah, but his direction is oh, just take the bars off for me. Right. Okay. And then. Boom. Took the whole wall. Yeah, and then there's, there's the no, there's the no building anymore. I, I, that's when I started Should we mention why he was okay. in jail? Sure. I forgot why he was in jail. Me too. Yeah, actually. Yeah, he I, went to jail. Hold on. He yeah. was in jail for reasons. reasons. Yeah, I, I forgot why I, he was I in jail. I think it was because he was insisting on finding the treasure. I think that might have been it. Yeah. And the um, Mac was like, no. He wants to go. His oh, whole deal. Oh yes, you're right. This yeah. Character's whole deal is wanting to get rich. Yeah. Like that's that's and the yeah. character's deal. The army is not the way to do that. No. No. Maybe back in the day. Maybe like back in the like, in like the original colonization of India. Yeah. Maybe, but no. Well, I mean, it's there also was the trickery that the army will pay for your college, but yep. wait, did pay. that exist back then? Oh yeah. yeah. Huh. It will pay for your yeah. It's not the way to get uh, rich now yeah. either. Uh, it'll pay for your tuition. It doesn't pay for fees. Yeah, it'll pay. It'll pay your tuition, and if you know, God forbid, you have to go through something real rough on your on your duties. Well, they're not going to take care of you once you're home either. No. So yeah, just no. be aware of that. Goddamn shame! Fucking get it right, Congress. Seriously. Oh, yeah, that's right. He was put. But in, we're not even talking about yeah. America. No. He was put in the stockade because for desertion. Because yeah. yes, he wants to. Because he's going to yeah. run off and. Run and off now, yeah, there's actually. This, it is kind of funny when they get to it, and you get to like the death Dougie cult, and you get the dude is like, oh, the guru. The guru. yeah, yeah. Who's like, oh, okay, you're gonna kill people, and you're gonna, we're gonna kill about three people apiece. We should, uh, we should meet our quota. Mm-hmm. And it's like a really weird, boring office meeting of a bunch of killers. Yeah. And then, oh, and how they're all silent, and then, you know, Cary Grant just starts singing. Yeah. Wait, I think you really jumped ahead there. I did. Yes, yeah, because we're glossing over there. Yeah, it's a bit of a joke. You should like mention to... why he's there. Yeah. The, well, he wants arrived, to get the gold. Well, yeah, yeah, they arrived at the temple, but then yeah. the temple was... Uh, all the people were coming yeah. to the temple to mm-hmm. meet. Yeah. Have their boring meeting. Yeah. They basically and weren't yeah. really um, yeah. diligent about checking. Yeah. See, and apparently they were having, like, an initiation. Because yeah. they were oh, yeah. getting a bunch of new assassins <laughs> ready. But it's like, it's like an orientation meeting in an <laughs> office... 
<laughs> and just like, all right, everybody, was like, line up. We're going to give you your office supplies. Here, have your bed. Here, here, here's your be- bed sheet that you wear around your everything. Here's your strangling yeah. rope. Yeah. Here's your. It's like okay. You don't use your strangling rope for the tying rope. The yeah. Tying rope no, is completely different. There's two different ropes. And if you need a replacement <laughs> rope, you got to talk to George da- down in. Uh, uh, Done an inventory, you know? Anything else you need, talk to your HR department. Yeah. That's Steve. (laughs) Steve, yep. Hi. The HR department is Steve. Hey. (laughs) How you doing? Nobody likes Steve. Good to see everybody. (laughs) I'm just glad to be here. Good to see everybody here. Okay, go ahead. Have fun. Remember, you're a thuggy first. (laughs) So they totally got to find a way out of this. Yeah. So he starts doing the singing. He does the singing, and it's basically just to make sure that Din can get out safely. So he straight uh, up confuses the 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 murderers. They're just like, wait, what in the? Why Why is he singing about meatloaf? And it's yeah, yeah. He's a fan of meatloaf, but he's also the gestures he was making to Din because Din is kind of like up against a wall, wearing his sheets, looking at him like, "What do you want me to do?" And he's just like. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> go. And he's like, oh, you could almost see the light bulb. <laughs> but when they're watching this too with Gunga Dean, it's just like very frozen in the same spot for a very long time yes. watching uh, and uh, uh, the look uh, on his face of, do we get the fuck out of here now? Or What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? Go away. I did not want to do this today. This was not part of my plan. No. I was supposed to go to bed. Mm-hmm. It must have taken him a while to get back, because I assume Annie was still there, right? Didn't he ride Annie Possib- back? He, yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, he yes, did, yeah. He, did. he yeah. got back with Annie, Basically, and then everyone started threatening like, him. Fine, you didn't want me to go on the bridge? Well, not going on a yeah. bridge, date. fine. And, of course, this is a... The bridge is... The rickety as hell. It's rickety as hell, but it's actually... Pointed out for a reason, and that happens and later on. One sided. Chekhov's yeah. bridge. Yeah. yeah, it only has the uh, the hand the yeah, one hand on one side. Oh. I'm like, that's gotta be extra wobbly. Yeah. The, the whole point of having the handholds on both sides is like to balance stability. Yeah. Yeah, it's to balance it out, but it just it, it in you know they get back and you know Dean tells you know McChesney the news that they got to go rescue and. Hickenbotham sends the word out to regimental headquarters, and uh, Ballantine wants to go, and it's just like, go. Like, go. Like, you've got your fiancé there for reasons. Whatever like, reason. You know, so Basically, it's like, go home. you know, he can't, be, but, you know, Mac and Cheese doesn't want him to go because he's like, Wait, you're a civilian now. We can't really go ahead and get you out of here. But like, Matt tricks him. Yeah, yeah he's like, I'll, but, do, uh, I'll, I'll sign these temporary papers yeah. that allow me to go. And that, that was a weird thing because he has one piece, of, one paper that says he's enlisted and the other paper is blank. Yeah. And it's just, you look at it like, I would just leave right there. Right. And... But these are my friends. I have to go save them. These are my bros. Yeah, wait till you find out what your bros have been trying to do to you. Yeah, like, you knew what was happening. He knew. It was one of those he didn't want to admit it. Well, he's saying saying to his fiance, don't worry, we've done this a lot of times. We don't even fire a shot. We're just going to get him and we're just going to come back. No. Like, you, you know, you're going through your teeth. And I mean, I... 
I say, like, I think about things like if I tried to say something, like, even way back in the very beginning of our relationship, I, that's where I learned, like, I couldn't lie to Kaz at all. <laughs> or something like, you know, you see right through me with anything that I'd ever say. I'm like, oh, no, I'm fine. Like, what the hell's wrong with you? Right. You know, so, and vice versa, too. So it's like, and, you know, there's no visual. Stop looking this. at me in that yeah. tone of voice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's no visual here, but Kaz is looking at me in her peripherals, like, yeah. Outside of the context of like D and D, I am a terrible liar. He really mm. is. He's so it's like, bad. I've at got it. ridiculous tells. It's I like, am too. Yeah. yeah, I just kind of start twitching. It's just like, yeah. why are you twitching? Yeah. No, no reason. It's just uh, yeah. Okay, first rule about lying: make sure that whatever you're lying about, you keep as simple as possible. Yeah. 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 Because the more yeah. detail you go into a lie, the more you have to remember. Yeah. Well, I was in the pool! There was significant <laughs> shrinkage. Uh, I tell you... That's the one lie you can use for everything. Yeah. It's just that simple. I, I have a disability where my arm gets higher when I lie more. Yeah. Oh, it's you, so it's like, okay, Uh-oh. you can tell. My you sister, have an actual physical Yeah, thrill. And my sister used to do, like, okay, how much is he lying? And you can tell by the barometer how close my hand is to my head. <laughs> oh, my God. So it's like, oh, you're... you're doing that okay no that's a really big life the hand was down to my waist so i have to hold him like yeah i'm fine like okay like, you're Nick, holding... why are you holding your hand down no, no reason no no like yeah here i start doing a cartwheel <laughs> in general like no i'm fine just oh. fall off the chair are you okay i'm fine punch <laughs> <laughs> i've actually done a red punch myself in the face once i think oh. yeah. Yeah, you uh, have to knock yourself out with your boobs. Until you do that, you ain't got nothing on me. Oh, God, that's the best story. <laughs> I'm going to hear that one. I'm like, oh, that's, that's interesting. Okay. Oh, man. So, let me try to dissuade him from going here. Obviously, he's fucking lying to her. She's never seen again in this movie, by the way. No. Nope. Uh, near. She, she like, runs from the film. Yeah. Oh, she's there. beyond me. McChesney's yeah. uh, uh, eagerness leads him to the temple without question. Now, they take the three of them here to this temple because if they take the whole army, um, uh, what the hell's his name? Uh, Cary Grant's character's going to be dead. Cutter. Yeah, Cutter's going to be dead because they see the whole army, they'll just kill him and... Yeah. Kind of a brilliant move, but egotistical as hell. Oh, yeah. Um, so they do it through there, and they go through foolish lands of the temple, and they're very easily captured. They're thrown into a cell. Because they're outnumbered like, about 12 yeah. to 1. Dumb shits. Yeah. yeah. Not just 12 to 1, a lot. They yeah. an awful lot. I mean, Because they think they can just punch their way through yeah. a murder cult. And, yeah. it's like, and then uh, they realize how many people are actually there. Uh-huh. Yeah. And they basically wall themselves further into the temple, because mm-hmm. just like any horror movie... Where's the safest place to go? The the running car outside? Anywhere outside? No, go in the house. Yeah, right. <laughs> Can we just hide behind the chainsaws? I yeah. saw that commercial. That's wicked that's funny. Gonna be, that's going to be time this podcast. <laughs> yeah. uh, so they're thrown into the cellar with Cutter, and they discover that he's been tortured. Uh, the guru demands that they reveal the details of the regiment's location. And they basically say, eat a fart. Yeah. <laughs> They won't mm-hmm. let him do it. There's so many farts being eaten. So, yes. <laughs> well, they, they're like, hey, there's a paper in his pocket. Yeah. In the other guy's pocket. Yeah. With the, but I guess he can't read English. No. I, he can speak it real good. Yeah. But he's examining okay. it. Okay, so Dan brought this up uh, during this particular scene. Oh, not the one 
before that, when before Cutter is uh, is captured, when they're in the, when in, they're the temple in the temple, and, and watching, they're having their murder meeting, um, and the guru is up on um, basically the stage, and he's like, it's like, oh, he speaks really good English, yeah, for someone who's you know, in India, yeah, it's right. like he's not speaking Hindi, he's speaking English, yeah. So, when I was in school in high school, I had a history teacher who tried to explain why in like historical movies that they use English or British accents mm. because you're supposed to have the suspension of disbelief that this is supposed to be in a language of that time. So if you're in Germany and you're having uh, uh, a movie about, say, World War II, mm-hmm. but everybody, the, all the Germans are speaking English, you're supposed to have the suspension of disbelief that they're actually speaking German, but they were filmed in English because that's what we'll understand. They should oh, at least okay. have a German accent. Yeah. Right, but yeah, but that's... that's Man, that sounds of a Doctor Who, huh? <laughs> yeah. See, but but that's what it's supposed to be. So I was like, well, maybe that's what this is. And Dan's like, yeah, but we've already established that Cutter doesn't speak Hindi. Right. Cutter doesn't speak Hindi, and until he walks out and starts singing about meatloaf... The guru doesn't know Cutter's there, so right. why would he be talking to his thuggy cult members in English? And that's right, what, yeah. that kind of throws you out. Because there were the... other characters elsewhere in the movie hmm. yeah. who were speaking Hindi and had to have had to have translated. Yeah, that's just one weird directorial choice. Wow, like. that's really yeah. Uh, it was a real uh, throw. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Me neither. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's like I'll I'll wow. accept that the guru speaks perfect fluent English. Yeah, that's yeah. fine with me. But if he doesn't know Cutter's there, there's no reason to be say, saying his whole thing in English. He should have been speaking yeah. in Hindi. Yeah. Yes. Wow, that that's a good point. Yeah. So after this, they um, uh, the third guru thinking that he's betray- he prepared to to betray his friends in the British army, and the soldiers use the opportunity to take the guru hostage. They do have this really good scene, though, where it's like, okay, they're going back and forth, and the uh, guru himself is talking to his, I assume, as his son. Yes. Um, and Toadface. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I would do that. I, I saw this, and there was a scene where he runs off or something, and I'm like, I know, just wanted to do that because Mar- Super Mario 2, at least in, in America, yeah. uh, is that where you, like, you get Toad jumping, and you had to like press a button a certain way to get Toad to jump at a normal height because Toad yeah. was short, and he jumped very shortly. Yes. Like, Everyone had like, weird jump arcs in that game. Yeah, yeah. right, yeah. Princess was the best character because she could float. Hell yeah. 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 But, uh, yeah. Or Luigi. Luigi, yeah. Luigi had his jump. weird squiggly leg jump. Yeah. <laughs> Mario sucked. Yeah. Mario was Captain know, Average. Yeah. Toad was hard mode. Yeah. yeah. And uh, like, if you just wanted to breeze through the whole game, play Princess Toadstool. Yeah. Yeah, you could because you could. Because she wasn't Peach yet. She no. was Toadstool. That's true. Yeah. So the standoff ensues. They take the Guru to the roof of the temple, and you know this is basically where. It was really good back and forth where it's like, okay, the guru's like, look, I got you. We're going to have this formation. And it's it's very much like, you know, 300, the Battle of Thermopylae, where yeah. they're going to take down the Spartan army of 300 and basically slaughter everybody down one little corridor. Um, there is a... It's, um, it's, it's a kill canyon. It's, yeah. Uh, it's it's uh, yeah. like a no-win situation. Yeah, and there is actually a... Um, 
a few really good stories on that. I mean, you know, people usually think of um, Sparta and the Battle of Thermopylae immediately thinking of 300. Nice. Um, but there's there's a lot more that you can dig into. Um, actually, there was a book, I cannot remember the name of the damn book now that I'm saying stuff out loud, um, but I will put it on our uh, in our social media uh, once uh, when I think of it. Gates or, of Fire? Or, thank you. Okay, I didn't have to, yeah. <laughs> Gates of Fire, yeah, Gates of Fire, which is uh, actually was one of the first books I ever read for a college class, and it's really, really, really good. I want people to make a movie of this because there's a a battle general, and I want Patrick Stewart to play the battle general because that's all I can picture. <laughs> all right. I'm just gonna will that in existence because it's a, it's an extremely good book. Yes, thank you, Fox. <laughs> there, he's uh, he's done doing his like sonnet a day thing on yeah. Facebook, so he's you know he's he's free. Yeah. he can do. Some I stuff. think yeah, I think you should do it. It's just it's it would be great. All right, so the regiment it's uh, marches for the guru boasts uh, that they're the falling Scottish into a regiment? trap. I think because they're the only one there. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just... I, you can I, tell it's them in the distance because you hear the damn bagpipes. You hear them coming, yeah, just the pipes. Slowly, oh, they're turning the volume up on the pipes more and more and more. I want to know, does, if you were in a kilt, do you ride a horse side saddle? <laughs> yeah, that's a very good question, but I don't believe so. Hmm. Mm. Rolling, rolling, I, I, rolling. Uh, Goddamn, my ass is swollen. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Uh, well, that is a very good question because I don't think you'd even. I don't know. No. Now I don't know. Damn it! <laughs> you don't want the boys getting split up across yeah. the saddle. Well, you're not no. supposed to wear underwear under a kilt either. It's also supposed to be free ball, mm. and so I'm not really sure. Yeah. And that, and if you think about it, when you know there was uh, the war and stuff in Scotland, if they actually used horses at all, they didn't really have saddles. No. Yeah, your balls are on the horse. You're barebacking. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, oh that's... wait, it would be on the kilt on the horse. On the kilt on the horse. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So was... That's but a layer still... of protection. Right up on your sporing. He Cass and I don't have the outer bits, so yeah. we're yeah. we're okay with that, but mm. I don't know how that is without a bits. Kilts no. are j- typically made of wool, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Wool is itchy. Uh, I don't want to think about that, thank you. Oh god. I'm getting itchy thinking about it. Hands on table. Okay. Yeah, me Anyways, too. Me we too. Were the Scottish uh, army's coming. Yeah, the Scottish army's coming, and there's a really good scene where, you know, the guru, the thugs, and his son, they're like, they're back and forth. They're like, okay, do that. But if they if they move the army forward, they'll go ahead and kill the guru. So the son doesn't want the dad to die. But he's and like, well, arm- my life is the cause. And you know, don't worry about it. The soldiers don't want him to die either. Yeah. So there's a whole lot of confusion. Yeah. Everyone's yelling. And, yeah. Uh, and you know, this, they, this whole time, Cary Grant's been staring at this giant golden statue on top of the thing. Yeah. like, can you think of something else, please? Mm. No. I think <laughs> That's we're not how like, his character's supposed to be. And I think he's like, yeah, like oh, we're going to be rich. We're going to grow. Yeah, there is. A, that's actually probably my favorite scene in the whole movie where there's... They're on the roof. They're they're gunned down. Every time they stand up, one of the guys shoots. Somebody shoots at them, so they're kind of pinned. And then he comes up and he's like, "Look at this fucking gold!" Ping, <laughs> oh, This is oh, great. Wait, oh damn it! I gotta sit Why down. Why are you down there? Oh right, shit. Yeah, like that would probably imagine mean how much uh, quid is in this just this little hand. And yeah. I'm like, you're gonna fucking deface yeah. historical art. Yeah. yeah, this hand is the, probably worth thirty. Of course he is. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Do you know how yeah. many priceless cultural relics there are sitting in the British Museum of Art that shouldn't be there? That should be with their people. Yeah. Still to this day. Yeah. 
At least they're not defaced, or are they defaced? They're not uh, where they should be. They're, they're they just chiseled it off, kind of? Yeah. yeah. That's a good way uh, to put it there. Like, don't chisel the hand off that statue. Yeah. Seriously. So... Do you, want, do you want what happened to the Sphinx? I mean, come on, look. Right. Yeah. yeah. So when he uh, sees that they're unwilling to leave the, and uh, have an enemy hands, he commits suicide and re- to remove the obstacles. By jumping into a pit of snakes. Yeah. Mm. They don't even show the snakes attacking nope. him or anything. No. It's but just, it was a good scene, though. It's like close-up of everyone's face of horror when yeah. they're watching. Snakes. They're, they're, why they're, did they have to be snakes? That was, <laughs> That's why. Yeah. I think that is that was a really good, well-shot scene because uh, you knew what happened yeah, at I, this point. Yeah. I am not good with snakes. Like yeah. I, I don't think I, I don't think I'd say I have a full-on phobia, but I don't want to be anywhere near the damn things. I'm with you. <laughs> I'm with you, hundred percent. Yeah. That there's um. The thuggy force is moving the positions there, and they're about ready. While the cults uh, swarm up to um, the temple in orders to kill the sergeants, so the thugs shoot and uh, bayonet cutter. Uh, Gungadine also, uh, he gets stabbed as well, but he manages with a little bit of a strength to climb up on the top of the dome and bring the bugle, uh, to sound the alarm that every, that, hey, you're dead. You're dead if you move a little forward what you're doing. Yeah, that's basically and, the, uh, the, yeah. the bugle, uh, yeah. form for, no, no, back up, stop, yeah. no. Yeah. It's a callback to the bugle he, he had um, that he, he was afraid would get taken away from him. Yeah. Uh, earlier in the movie. Yeah. And but Cutter let him keep it. Yeah. yeah then everybody, uh, everybody in the Scottish regiment just scrambles into the rocks to yeah. like hide, and yeah. it's not the slaughter that they thought it would be. Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! I gotta say, yeah. in this movie, people are doing the oh my side, yeah, yeah. grab my side. Yeah. Quite a bit. And I was wondering about squibs. Yeah. I guess they weren't really they. Existed, but they weren't used for movies until like the fifties. Yeah, yeah. I'm, so I'm, this is pre squibs. This is pre squibs where they grab at their side, but they've got like a little like bag of fake blood, and as they splat it onto their side as they get hit. Oh, mm. was that even in there? I didn't think I, that I was. Wouldn't have I wouldn't have been at that time. It. Yeah, I didn't see it, the but only, that would have been what they yeah. do. The only blood I saw was on Din. Yeah, later. on Din and on Carter. Yeah, yeah. They got, after they got he had lash marks uh, on yeah. his back. Yeah. That was the only but, thing I saw when it comes yeah. to blood, anyway. Yeah, and I think at that time, though, where, like, where you have society, where you have society just after war, a lot less blood is shown in films. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially Point. in the markets where you're sending it. If, if there was, like, a very high casualty rate in a particular country, Good point. you're going to have a lot less blood. And it's, all, it's been that way through the years, over and over. Mm-hmm. Given that it's early, um, you know, early films, and this is also after the... Pro, the uh, uh, this is during the beginning of the code era of Hollywood as well, where... The um, Hayes Code? Not or was that well. Comics? The Hayes Code was comics, but all right. yeah, my bad. It was basically it's all right. It's basically uh, where it's like certain things just do not happen. Mm-hmm. Like all you right. don't show full on sex in a movie, you, yeah. but you imply that it happens. You yeah. don't show. You show somebody died, but you don't show an actual stab. Yeah. And all I'm yeah, thinking yeah. about is yeah. when we've been rewatching Bones, how disgustingly gruesome every corpse is. Oh yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> every oh yeah. 
rotten, yeah. nasty skeletons. I like, don't have that anymore. I have I have Hulu on my phone, and like <laughs> I've done that. And I caught myself. I went to a, a diner. and I was eating breakfast, and I'm watching Bones, and they like show a full on corpse. And I'm like. Oh shit! I probably shouldn't be watching this while there's kids at a table behind me. Like, and meanwhile, you're just still eating Cherise and chips. Like, yeah, this is fine. Yeah, I'm fine. Uh, I'm eating eggs. I'm like, oh yeah, good. Oh. I'm, I'm just like wondering. I keep wondering what would happen if you stuck one of those uh, corpses in, in one of these movies. And <laughs> way more mood whiplash. <laughs> yeah, more than what we have. I mean, it's. Yeah. I mean, in this, you know, it goes to like this, and part of the code itself was, you know, at this point, like. You could show people dying, but you don't show the actual reason of death. Right. You know, they showed saying. a guy pulling out a bayonet. Right, but you didn't see blood. You didn't yeah. see the bayonet enter the body oh, either, right. you know? Stuff like, like that. So it's like. You wouldn't see that yeah. Lovingly, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, lovingly rendered until Eli Roth. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, yeah. Um, yeah, so it's like. At that point, the imagination filled it in, and this whole time when you see it, like, you know, where Cary Grant obviously is stabbed, and I mean, he's just lying there watching everything, like, yeah. you know, where, um, Valentine is supposedly dead, but then fakes his death. Oh, that's so funny. Okay, that part yeah, is yeah, funny. Yeah. He just opens an yeah. eye. Yeah, or Mick Chesney's like, damn you, and starts throwing the building at people. Yep. <laughs> there, 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 and Valentine like, gets up and starts throwing just, with him, and everybody, what, what? I'm so start throwing rocks. Tone whiplash, yay. Keep throwing rocks, go. Yeah. But, you know, but Cary Grant's face, too, where he's watching it, is like, oh, this is going to be hilarious. Mm-hmm. You know, it literally is the Michael Jackson meme of I'm just here for the comments. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, at that point, like, oh, okay, like, this is going to be funny. There's been a recent one I've seen. It's like, uh, it's <laughs> yeah. like a... Ibex, I think, just mm. like staring at the camera and just chewing, and there's like a little box of popcorn in front of it. It's... I'm like, that's my favorite one. It just says, go on. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. So, Gangadine is dead. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously dead here, um, yeah. but... When, when he goes out in a blaze of glory. Yeah. yeah. When we were watching it, Josh said something. I was like, well, he died a hero. And mm. the thought I had is like, yes, if the British are the good guys. <laughs> Mm. Which, in the, lo- yeah. in the grand scheme of things, they were not. Right. Not in India. Yeah. No. No. You're you're absolutely right. You're you're absolutely right. And in the context of this one particular in story, con- in the context yeah. of him with the uh, you know Cutter and Valentine, yeah. and, you know, wh- amongst those four yeah. characters, yes. Yeah. He saved them. He saved the regiment. Yeah. He saved like basically the three people who actually treated him like a human being, and in that case, yes. He yeah. died a hero. Yeah. But yeah, and, and yeah, just like, I, during this whole thing, I was kind of on the side of the thuggy. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, get that's the British out. Yeah. Get the British out. Yeah. It's like, this is not good. That's, that's really interesting. That's, wow. That's, that's wild. And um, that there's a funeral pyre for, uh, for Dean, and the colonel formally inducts him as a British corporal under mm-hmm. the Queen. And the journalist Rudyard Kipling uh, has a hand-drafted poem, and Kipling uh, just completed. And they read the gun, the back half of the Gungadine poem. Mm-hmm. Now we're not going to, um, as notes from my producer to the right of me, um, advise me not to read the entirety of it. It's and kind of hard. It's, it's jargony. Yeah, but what we will do, we will go out of this episode. 
um, with um, there was the Gungadine poem actually put to song by a 70s man, uh, Jim Croce. Mm-hmm. Huh. But what and I gotta say is, why would they assume he'd be in hell? That's it, not nice. No. Because, because people with dark skin don't go to no, heaven. That's yeah. just for the white man. It's because yeah. it's... It, yeah. If he's well, not, he's not, a good, he's not a Christian. He's so not a good Christian. He has heathen to, beliefs. Yeah, he, but... It's, wow. And just assume he would go to hell because he's not Christian. Mm-hmm. But he was, in the poem, they're also saying he'd be taking care of the soldiers in they, hell. Yeah. So... Because soldiers kill. Yeah. That's, that's, a, one of the, that's one of the ten big rules. War yeah. is hell? supposed to do. Is that literally? War. War, war is hell. Yeah, and... This movie could have used more Ron Perlman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I don't uh, think he was born yet, though. No. Yeah, no, no, but... No, this movie came out uh, the year my dad was born. Hot damn. Wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, the, um... Ballantyne announces the intention to remain in the army, and but uh, instead of uh, re-enlist- taking, uh, tearing up his re-enlistment papers, uh, he gives him to the colonel much of the approval of Chesley and Cutter, and, uh, well, our point of this whole month really Cary Grant is just kind of lying there watching everything mm-hmm. not really saying a word just soaking in everything here well he's recovering from a bayonet wound yeah. so uh, he lives the film ends with Gungadine's spirit uh, proudly standing uh, and staring at us in the camera in a he British really... uniform with a salute he's a straight up force ghost style yeah yeah, right, yeah. Uh, and that is Gungadin. Yep. It's... It was a well-put-together movie. Yeah. It was a well-acted movie. The problem is... Nothing happened. Yeah. For a large chunk of the movie, nothing happened. I can see, but the... Yeah, I'm not even going to give a butt to it, but I think yeah. adding to that... For anyone curious about war films, although, you know, to Dan's point, it's not as accurate as to what things would happen, and I appreciate your points on this. Because we're not, yeah, we're not, we're focused on on the British people, we're not thinking about what they did. Right, and if you're interested in, interested in film, and of course exploring it, this is the, one of the reasons why I put this in the rotation, um, because it is a very early role of Cary Grant when he was outside of vaudeville and uh, it's just before his pre-war time and mm-hmm. it just this is where he's still Archibald Leach yeah. and, and he did at a this fi- point and he did a fine job he did fine yeah but he's still and you'll see as we move along especially in a few weeks where we talk about monkey business yeah where you really see very different tone oh yeah (laughs) yeah i watched the uh i watched the trailer you sent like it's very different it's it's different and it's still i i could see the oddities Mm -hmm. i i could see the oddities and i could see it plus the cast just looks amazing yes yeah um but there is going to be different things that come up and you know before we get to 4041 media i mean there's definitely going to be a lot uh, with Cary Grant, and you're going to hear a lot about Scott Iman, but I do want to say again, um, just for a few bucks with Patreon, I mean, whatever you can pay, even if it's just a dollar, check out the interview with Scott Iman. Yep. It was excellent. Like, he... I, I walked away going, wow. 
like so going, wow, I, I, I'm really sorry. I'm so too. disappointed, but yeah. it's, it's, it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, scheduling issue, but yeah. she wasn't able to make it. God yeah. damn it, I have to put yeah. food on the table. Yeah, it was one it's, change at the very last minute. Uh, but check out Scott Island. It's like that dumb need to eat every day. Yeah. Right? Yeah. All right, so why don't we tell you a little bit more about 4041 Media? Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. Movie Theater Time Machine is a part of the 4041 Media Group with podcasts like Psych Your Crime and Free Your Geek, which you can check out at 4041media.com. That's all squished together in one word, and the numbers are written as numbers. Now it's time to tell us what you think. If you got an opinion or wanted to know what's coming up next, find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching for Movie Theater Time Machine. Now our podcast will always be free. Free? To subscribe and share. But if you'd like to help us build a bigger, better podcast, not to mention our confidence, you can find merchandise designed by me, Kaz, at Zazzle. Or check out the Kaz Foxen's Animal Shop at Zazzle for cute animal gifts and pet supplies. Thanks so much, and back to the show. And very soon, coming to 4041 Media, I want to welcome my friend JC, uh, his channel on YouTube, The Flipside, where he goes over stuff in his, uh, in his record collection. And just talks about bands and things and records and 45, 75, and 33s. Uh, 78, excuse me. Um, JC, thank you and um, wish you the best. I used, uh, in yeah. high school, I used to wear a 45 adapter yeah. around my neck as, yeah. as a necklace. Yeah. You know, the little. Um, yeah. I think it's still in this house somewhere. Yeah. I, like, I found it the other day. It's like, oh crap, I wore this in high school. <laughs> Yeah, we have great stories on when we used to buy and sell records at the same time, Um, but he's uh, he's just awesome, and he tells amazing stories and music, and he posts pretty much every day now, Um, but he's a good guy, and he deserves our praise. So check him out. Yeah, please, the flip side, JC, great guy on YouTube, and we'll... And once I get get, uh, info sorted out, he'll be up on on the site. Yeah. Oh, so it's good. So you know what time it is now. Yes. I wish we had a stinger for this, but fantasy casting. I see some dice here. This is right here. I put the other two aside, yeah. Just still cleaning up from D&D night. So I want you to go ahead. Well, we're all thinking Waterboy. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Gunga Dean instead is going to be Adam Sandler. Thirteen and... Oh, 21, yes. Yep. Yeah. Okay. All right. right. Okay, the court clan, I need to go ahead and I want to be a part of your... I want to be a part of your army. <laughs> but okay, but don't tell my mama that I'm here. <laughs> have you... Do is not tell Spanish? my mama. Is he Spanish? What? Have you seen... You, have you seen the water point? Do not tell my mama that I'm here. That is shockingly accurate. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen the commercials, this new movie, The Monitor? No. Yes. Oh, he's like a Halloween monitor type of thing and there's like... What? The, oh, God, it... Netflix okay. threw a lot of money at him to make like I've seven movies. I've seen a lot of movies, yeah. 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 Um, I've seen a lot of I money, yeah. This is, this is yeah. I think, one this of is one. the sixth or the seventh. Yeah. Like, oh. Okay. Yeah. With all the Democrat, Republican, and COVID and all this stuff going on right now, we're ignoring the real issues. Why is Adam Sandler still allowed to make movies? It's I mean, a, come like on. To know all the movies are Adam Sandler. Yeah. Uh, Adam Sandler brings his friends on vacation. Yeah, but I don't think he's going anywhere in this one. This looks like it's just like it a, a suburban thing. It doesn't matter. It's just him being a weird character again with an unfortunate mustache. Yeah. <laughs> Adam Sandler is Gunga Dean. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I can see the movie poster uh, right now. So how does, the, how does this movie end? 
I think it would end the exact same way, but the reason is, is that... Uh, Gungadin. I think it would end the exact same way, but the fact is, is he would sacrifice himself because the thugs want to serve water in a really tainted dish. Yeah. Or there's a really tainted, like, you know, I will do it for free. I will save all of you. I will save all of you, but please do not do that if you, I will do it if you please do not sell anything. Do not serve water from the dish ever again. Alright, so I have an idea yeah. for, um, uh, uh, for... I botched that, but... Um, <laughs> I have an idea for Valentine's wife. Yeah. God. We were saying, like, she's kind of like the weird shopping spree sort of thing. It's just yeah. like, I, I want to see her cast as full-on manic pixie dream girl, Sarah Silverman. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> 22. Uh, 22, alright. I was about to say, the dice say maybe. Alright. Yeah, I... It, can you see it though? Yeah. Yeah. Please, yeah, but please add a little more yeah. to it. What, 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 what would happen? Oh jeez. Um, yeah. I mean, they, they'd rush her off off screen a lot faster, <laughs> um, and she would have a real long kind of like just overly wordy diatribe mm-hmm. about the curtains <laughs> and how far she had to come to show these curtains off. You know that kind of thing. <laughs> what they're made of. Yes. <laughs> oh man. Wow. Well, all right, all right. Which, I had a nice yeah. Okay. Instead of Cutter, uh, we replace Cutter with the Iron Giant. <laughs> so he can say D. Alrighty. That changes the tone of the movie a lot. Yes! Uh, 14, oh, yeah. And then 18. 18. Yeah. Okay, so now uh, they've got a freaking giant on their side. He doesn't, he doesn't want to be a gun, but... How does he feel about stamping people? I will say the fight in uh, Tantrapur would would have gone a lot faster. <laughs> yeah, but would he be willing to step on people? No, well, he might pick them up and just put them very far away. <laughs> I just want all the entire cast of elephants. I am not a god. What if Annie was Dumbo? <laughs> That's what I was saying. It's like I want, I want the. If Annie just starts flying, Annie can fly. Annie like, can fly. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That would be a faster trip. Definitely. Let's see. Ah, Annie, Annie has Dumbo. That's an 18. Yeah, not happening. Shit. We're trying to go. We're trying to go a little too, too fancy. And for those of you who actually, it's very likely because Simon and Schuster is pushing, um, is pushing this out to their like two million or so people. And if you know, and if you found us through them, welcome. Yes, welcome. Yeah. Um, Welcome. So, yes. So we want to say the idea of the fantasy casting and the dice is, you know, well, you go back a little bit, um, explain it. But basically, we had a machine and we had an announcer who fell back through the machine and turned the machine into a pair of dice. Yep. Uh, and do that. And if we roll over, if we roll these dice and the dice shows over twenty, then we change the movie in our universe. So we're, we're rolling two 20-sided dice. Yes. So we got a straight-up 50-50 shot yes. of changing history. Yes. And if we do, hence why we are a movie theater time machine. Yep. Um, I think that's the most succinct explanation I ever gave of this that's, podcast. That's actually really, really well. Uh, yeah. That, that's, that's a really good 30-second yeah. summary. Yeah, well, actually, yeah. Well, very, very nice. Okay. I'm impressed with myself. If you, yeah, <laughs> if, you, if you found us through Simon & Schuster, one, welcome, and two, go check out our back catalog. Yes. We've got a bunch of them. Yeah, we have nearly 200 episodes. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. Um, hmm? I, as much as I like Iron Giant, I, I also could see... Look, 
if we switched out Cutter for Hawkeye from MASH. Yeah. Yes. But I, I don't know how that would change much. I don't think it would change much of anything, no, except he would the, be he would be drunk in his off time. <laughs> he'd be drunk in his off time, and I think he'd be tricking more, somebody else into finding treasure. And he'd be slightly more sarcastic. Will you? Well, I don't know if I if it would make much change. No, well, I. Holy shit! Yeah, you roll really well. Okay, I have uh, I have one more. Uh, can I just add to the before okay. you do? I'm sorry, but the. I think what would happen if you if you replace that, I think the the the, the spike the punch scene would be a lot funnier. Because yeah. I think the end result is you would have um, whatever the hell his name was, the guy they didn't like. Higginbotham. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah, so if you would have Higginbotham uh, actually like strung up. Like a Frank Burns type, <laughs> and just but strung up somewhere. Where is he? Oh no, he's fine. He's over there. You know, he's, he's hanging out somewhere back there. Or, okay, <laughs> mine would actually add to that. Okay, because I'm thinking replace Higginbotham with the patron saint of forty forty. I was waiting for where he was coming in. Yep, Christopher Walken. <laughs> Oh yeah, like yeah, that. Twenty-two. Yeah. I'll take it. I'll take it. Like, why yeah. can't we get a little wall here? This one. <laughs> get, a, get a nice little wall. Just get a little fight. <laughs> I am slowly getting better at my imp- <laughs> impersonation of him. Say number. All is well. <laughs> is this the war number where he gets punch, the? All is well. With the watch up his ass. I think that's yes. what we know. <laughs> I mean, okay. If, okay, if it's if it's that's a, all I know about him. Right. If, if it's a thirties era pocket watch, it's gonna go up. It go up. It's gonna be even worse than that nom era. Oh yeah. Ow. Oh Oof. god. Okay. Yeah, if a thirty. Gotta wind it every day. <laughs> a thirty era pocket watch. He probably has the chain sticking out too. Yeah, don't forget to wind your watch. You yeah. gotta you gotta wind the watch every day. How do you do that, Kegels? <laughs> Like <laughs> you are lacking the equipment for Kegels. <laughs> you can clench. It's not the same. Uh, uh, guys can do a Kegel too. Is <laughs> Kegels a thing? Uh, how Again, in another Adam Sandler movie, you could see it. Dave Matthews do it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, why does the personal trainer in the room have to know that? <laughs> <laughs> what is this new movie called? Oh, the Iron God. Water Boy? Oh God. <laughs> oh, God. Um, oh, man. So you have, yeah. So Adam Sandler as Gunga Dean. Yeah. The, the Iron Giant. Yeah. But then I replaced Cutter again. Yeah. So Cutter is Alan Alda. And, and Christopher Walken as Hicken Botham. Oh my God! Wow. Yeah, it's not a big part, but it would change. Oh, and Sarah Silverman is. Yeah, Sarah uh, Silverman yeah, Silver is Emmy Stevens. That one, yeah. Ca- yeah, I'm honestly that one kind of. Yeah, no, no, it's that funny. one kind of got away from me, but. Yeah, Can, I, I, I really don't have a name for this, but I'd say the really, water dean. Yeah, the water dean. Yeah. <laughs> Straight up. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm the teen. <laughs> now, a lot of times when you can do it, Dean, blood's fucking ass. You can do it. <laughs> now, every Wait, time. So, does that mean that, like, um, Sergeant Wood, Colonel Wood, is freaking Colonel uh, Weed? Colonel, Colonel Weed. I'm sorry, yeah. Weed is uh, uh, oh god, what the hell's his name? Hmm? 
Um. I don't know who you're talking about. Rob Schneider. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. I need you to stay in the army. <laughs> oh, God. I, I, yeah, yeah, the water team. Yep. Yeah, the water team. Yep. <laughs> it's the name of this episode. It's the water <laughs> team. <laughs> I'm picturing him replacing him with... What the uh, water team? I got a wooden spoon. <laughs> oh, my. Burr. No, I'm thinking of the dean from Community. <laughs> Jim Rash. <laughs> but, but, um... It's the water dean. It's already perfect. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you can, you can see Jim Rash coming in in a rap and just go here. <laughs> Happy Gunga Dean Day! <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. How... Uh, there's a follow Jim Rash on Instagram. He is freaking hysterical and very poignant with his posts, too. And he's also a big, big fan of Stranger Things. Yes, he is. Yep. Uh, now, all right, so we're going to wrap this episode up. Um, again, once again, we want to thank uh, Simon & Schuster for really sponsoring this month and doing a real bang-up job and really support with us. Uh, Layla, thank you so much. I want to uh, call you out personally because you've been incredibly kind. Yay! Um, you know, so thank you very much here for this. And with Cary Grant, Master Disguise, this is one look into his life. And just seeing how we do a little bit more next week, stay tuned for, well, Philadelphia story. Um, and it's going to be a little bit more into things, and a little bit more, and we peel back Cary Grant as we go. Be good, take care of yourself, but don't be too good. Oh, I belted you and flayed you by the living God that made you. You're a better man than I am.